Hi guys, so it's Savannah. I've recorded this video multiple times, but my family is a little bit loud. Um, this is the first podcast episode, and today we're going to be talking about the murder of Raina Risen in 1993. I hope I'm pronouncing her last name right. There is some last names in here that um, I didn't understand, so we're just going to have to go with it. So, um, I'm going to give a backstory which might help you understand the victim more. Um, I watch a YouTuber, her name's Bailey Sarian. She gives backstories and it's super, super helpful to me and a lot of her other viewers. Um, totally should check her out, by the way. Not sponsored. <laughs> but um, she's an awesome YouTuber and she kind of inspired me to do this podcast. So, her backstory. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Raina Risen was born on May 6th, 1976 to Ben and Car- Karen Risen in La Porte County, Indiana. Many people said that there was no question Raina had a bright future, which is very good. (laughs) Um, A lot of teens have bright futures and some of them don't, but Raina did and she was very passionate about the things that she did. So, the 16-year-old was a sophomore at La Porte High School. She got good grades, she studied hard, worked three jobs, and was involved with many school activities. I, I didn't really look up what kind of activities she was into, um... That probably would have been a great idea, but I didn't think about it at the time. This is my first time um, researching something like this, so I hopefully did a pretty good job. But anyways, back to what (laughs) it is. So, Raina played three instruments in the band and had dreams of becoming a veterinarian. Her sister, Wendy Hakes, not sure if I said that right, but she said Raina was quote, very determined with what she wanted to do with her life, and she was setting that path to reach those goals. She didn't just sit stagnant, she was on the go doing something, end quote. So it very, it seems to me, as I was researching this um, crime or murder, um, she was a very loved person, as many people are. Um, she was a very big family person, she was super responsible, which you will hear in the next couple sentences because I did put it in this. So we're gonna fast forward to the date or the night. I don't I don't really know um, that she went missing. So Raina went missing March 26, 1993. I think she was 16 at this time. I'm pretty sure she was because yeah, I she was 16 at this time. So March 26th, 1993 was a Friday. Um, Raina was working at Pine Lake Animal Hospital after school. And after work, she had planned to meet her then-boyfriend, Jason Tibbs, at her house for a day after work. She never showed up. I'm not sure if she didn't show up to work or if she didn't show up at home for the date. But I'm pretty sure it was home for the... Like, she didn't show up at home. Also, side note, I'm not sure if her then-boyfriend was Jason Tibbs, but in other articles that I did read, Jason Tibbs was her then-boyfriend, but in the article that I got this information off of, it said boyfriend, so I kind of put two and two together, and I was like, well, I'm just going to put Jason Tibbs, so if any of this information is not correct, please let me know because I'm not sure. So, Raina's sister, Wendy, recalls how worried her parents were because Raina was such a responsible teen. Um, Wendy says Jason drove around and tried to find her while her father called all her friends. 
quote, or not quote, but side note again, not sure if it was Jason, but it did say boyfriend, and I do, I kind of figured out that Jason might have been the boyfriend, like I said before, but you know, I could be wrong. So after 9 p.m., Marina's father went to the police station. Um, There was some details that I didn't think to include. Um, They waited couple hours before they went to the police they wanted to make sure that something you know like she wasn't just running late because of the fog it was foggy that day so um the police began to investigate and the family put together search parties so a number of witnesses recalled seeing Raina talk to several people outside the vet clinic the night she disappeared and some others recalled they were arguing. So nobody really knows who these people were talking, who these people she was talking to, and if they were actually just talking or if they were arguing. Considering there is many, there's different witnesses, and many different witnesses have claims, different claims, as we all know, in many um, murder investigations or missing people, missing persons investigations. Um. So we're going to fast forward to the next evening. I didn't get much information about um, how long the search parties were looking for her the night she disappeared as many um, police stations or organizations. They don't go out looking for the missing person hours after they go missing. They wait 24 hours, I think. I'm not sure. So don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure... They wait a certain amount of hours before they go looking for that person. And I'm not completely sure if Raina's family filed a missing persons report when she didn't come home. So the next evening, Raina's car was found on a rural, I can't say that word, but we're just going to go with it, uh, rural County Road 200 East. Um, And that road was miles from the vet. I couldn't really tell how many miles because I didn't really look, but. Um, police had stated that the hood of her car was up, which I, it wasn't in the article, but I would assume that her car broke down or, you know, it was staged. We don't know that. Um, some media reports indicated the keys were in the ignition and Raina's purse was inside, but police neither confirmed nor denied this detail. So we do not know if that's true or if. It's something that the media made up because media likes to make assumptions of missing people and crime, you know? Sorry. So Raina's family insisted that she would never drive alone on a foggy night and leave her purse inside the car. So those were two inconsistencies as most likely... Since that night was foggy, she would have gone straight home from work. And I'm not sure if the road that her car was found on was a road that she took to get home. If not, it wouldn't make any sense on how or why she was driving that night on that road. It was a rural road, so I'm sure it didn't lead to anywhere. But, which also indicates that it might have been a homicide. So, the case got a lot of immediate attention, which many cases do get, most notably America's Most Wanted. Um, the episode aired one week after Raina went missing, so a whole week went by, um, still no sign of Raina, and the ninth episode aired, the police received an important tip and it led them right to Fail Road. 
Her sister did claim that 200 feet back off the road was where Reyna's jacket was found. Um, I don't know if that was true, which I'm sure it was since it was coming from her sister. Um, So the jacket that was found was a Letterman jacket, which many high school students are familiar with. Many high schoolers wear it for pins, um, other things for sports, clubs, and Reyna was in clubs and she did band, so I would assume that she did have some things on her Letterman jacket. Um, Reyna was wearing that jacket the night she disappeared, and it was in a wooded area that had already been searched. So when police searched that area the night she went missing, or maybe a couple nights after, I'm not quite sure, um, the jacket was not there. And it was hanging on a tree from one of the articles that I read, if I remember correctly. Um, The police stated that it appeared the jacket had been placed there, so... I, I'm just going to make an assumption that the tip that came in was someone who left the jacket there. Um, how would someone know that the jacket was there if it was already searched? So that's something to keep in mind just in case you're listening because I talk kind of fast. Um, so we're going to fast forward to a month after Reyna disappeared. And this is the part where her body is found. Um, It was found in a pond along Range Road by a fisherman, fisherman, I don't know, sorry, Um, which was not far from where her car was located more than a month earlier. So um, a month, maybe more, like a couple days ahead of a month, you know what I'm trying to to say, Um, her body was found. So, the coroner that examined Reyna's body ruled her death a homicide, and the cause of death was asphyxiation, so she was strangled. Um, So, we're going to fast forward five years after her murder. There was really nothing that I could find in the article. As I said, this is my first time looking up something like this. Um, So... The article that I was on, fast forward five years. So, we're just going to go from there. So, five years after Raina's murder, Raina's brother-in-law, Ray McCarty, what, sorry guys. Um, five years after her murder, Raina's brother-in-law, Ray McCarty, was charged in her death. Fifteen months later, those charges were dropped. Um, I'm not sure why they were dropped couldn't really find that or I just didn't look hard enough but McCarty admitted that he sexually assaulted Ryzen when she was 12 years old but claimed that he had nothing to do with her murder um, later on in the article in a different article I did find out that McCarty was convicted of molesting Ryzen just a month before she was strangled and that when her body was found in the pond Um, Police said that they suspected there was one person involved in her murder, but no one has been ruled out as a suspect. So then, 20 years fast forward, um, it was kind of a cold case for a while because um, her brother-in-law, he had his charges dropped, obviously. Um, I think it was based on the lack of evidence that they found Um, I think in one of the articles that I did read, there was some fibers in his trunk from Reyna's hair or some part of her body 
residue was found in his car, which I guess was not enough evidence for courts to prosecute him and charge him with her murder. Um, so 20 years since Raina was murdered, investigators had a lot of puzzle pieces that they still couldn't put 20 years since Raina was murdered, investigators had a lot of puzzle pieces that they still couldn't put together as to what happened to Raina that night and who was responsible for her death. Uh, many, I think there was a lot of speculation that it was her boyfriend then. Um, later on in the notes that I have, you can kind of tell why people might have suspected him out of some people. So, um... Raina Risen's then-boyfriend, Jason Tibbs, was put on trial in 2014 at the age of 38 for her murder and was sentenced 40 years in prison. So, he was serving a 40-year li- er, sentence, um, and then this is during his trial. The article that I was reading was kind of all over the place, so I tried to do my best. Um, so, during his trial, his defense attempted to link McCarthy mccarty to the killing but chose not to ask for permission to present the fbi's test results to the jury and in 2014 mccarty was actually um, deceased he wasn't alive at the time or he wasn't alive during the trial um so i think that's just a side note to put in there that mccarty was actually not alive i'm not sure when he passed away i didn't look (laughs) but um so Tibbs was convicted largely on the testimony of Eric Freeman, who claimed he witnessed Tibbs strangle Ryzen and then helped him dispose of the body. Lawyers for Tibbs then claimed Freeman was given certain information about the case from investigators and coached him on how to testify. So the investigators fed him information to put a case against Tibbs um, to get him put in prison. Um, for the murder of Raina Risen. So, I guess that his um, lawyers wanted to make sure that he wasn't being put into prison for something he might have not done. Um, There was no evidence that the investigators did feed him information or coached him on how to testify. So, according to the evidence in the case, Jason and Raina once dated prior to her death but turned down his request for them to begin seeing each other again. So I'm not quite sure if Raina and Jason were broken up at the time of her death or if they were still together at the time or if his motive was solely based on the purpose of her turning down his request and he was angry and the boyfriend that I said earlier might have been Jason might have been a different guy and Jason was angry. Um, Nobody really knows. Um... So, arguments for a new trial were rejected in 2016 by the Indiana Court of Appeals, um, which ruled no direct link to McCarty in the killing, which had been established. I'm not sure why, how I put that, but Laporte Circuit Court Judge Tom Alavizos, I hope I said that right, I'm not sure, said he expects to rule on the request for a new trial before the end of November to retry Jason Tibbs for the murder. Um, as a source, from May 24, 2020, um, Jason may be granted a new murder trial if his attorneys can convince the judge that one is warranted. Um, I'm not sure if they've done the trial yet. It is only June 29th. 
Um, but I'm not sure how they will convince the judge um, because I don't know where they really, they didn't have much evidence as to Jason killing Raina. The only evidence that they have is a testimony from someone who helped him dispose of the body. But Eric Freeman, who was the person who testified against Tibbs, um, I'm not sure what happened to him, if he was charged in relation with the murder or with helping Tibbs dispose of her body. Um, Tibbs claims he's innocent, says he has nothing to do with her murder. And it's really sad because she was really young. Um, Every murder is really sad, but she was so young and she had a great future. And unfortunately, someone took that life from her and, you know, hurt her. Um, But I want you guys to let me know what you think, if you think Jason did it or if you think Ray McCarty did it because he was molesting her and... Who knows, maybe he was mad at the fact that he was being convicted of molesting her. But hopefully this episode was decent. Um, I need to start making a schedule. I think I might do an episode every Monday, kind of like Bailey Sarian's episodes. Um, So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And please let me know any requests of murders or mysteries that you find interesting. So yeah, bye.